Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. This is the podcast where we find out where my guests are from and how they got to where they are in life with some laughter, with some life advice. We might talk a little entertainment news and just enough sports so anyone can talk sports for the week. Uh, Meatballs. I love hearing from you. If you're just tuning in, I call my listeners meatballs. I just got back from doing a really awesome, fun show at the Brea Improv. And there were some meatballs in the audience. I wanted to shout out, actually, Madeline Kidder. Her and her bombshell blonde mom came. There were like two blonde hotties in the audience. And um, I just, it was so awesome having you there and I want to know all your beauty secrets because both both of you are hot AF um so yeah guys I post all my comedy show dates that are coming up on social media I have a big show coming up at the haha ha comedy club in North Hollywood Mike Marino who was a past guest will be on it Vinny Fastline who tours with Dane Cook just a bunch of hilarious comics so hit me up about ticket info for that and Without further ado, before we get to my podcast guest, who is the hilarious comedian Nicole Amy Schreimer, who I'm obsessed with, I know you guys will be obsessed with her, I thought it would be fun to bring on the main squeeze, someone who has a podcast about sports himself, to talk a little March Madness with us, because we have a big weekend coming up. It's the finals. We don't want to... Or is it the final? I don't know. Final See, four. This, it's the final, final four. Final four in the finals. So I want... I wanted... Hi, Tommy Caprio. Hi, <laughs> I know. I overshot. I you really overshot. did. It's okay. We set a timer because we don't want to go over 10 minutes. So a timer's going to go off and we're just going to get to Nicole Amy Schreiber. But quickly, what? how was your day? My day was good. I'm very tired. Why are you tired? <laughs> I'm tired because you kept me up all night with the blow up. And... Whoa, blow, <laughs> whoa. Um, I had a meltdown meatballs. I like lost my shit at like 1 a.m. Like... I basically, everything that like a girl could think of, like spiraling in her head, I held it in, held it in, held it in, breadcrumbed a little bit, like acted just very Yeah, but cold. you're not fooling anybody. That's the thing. Like, I know. I especially, like I'm the guy, I walk in the room, I know you've been crying. Yeah. I can tell the Before energy's I bad. Before I open the front door, he's like, she's been crying Right. Like, I'm walking on eggshells, you're walking on eggshells, everything's quiet. It's like the tension you can cut with a knife. And then ah. it's like, all I keep thinking about is what did I do? And then eventually it just blows up. And I'm so, not going to do that from now on. From now on, I am just the second something <laughs> remotely just gives me a little like tick. I'm just that's it. I'm going to yeah, say but you gotta, it. You got to, you know, keep it in check somewhat. You can't just be like. I can't just be calling you know, there's everything like, call, out. like white lies, you know, like things like you have to like kind of keep to be to your, like polite. Yeah, keep some shit to yourself. Keep it to yourself next time. Yeah. God damn it. Okay. Anyway, so you kept me up late. I had a long day today. I worked. We had, uh, I, oh, I, we, then we woke up in the morning and we did uh, training nights. <laughs> And, uh, Which was so really fun. It was really too crowded and really hard. By it was the a way. hard class. It was yeah. a lot. So I was even exhausted all day. I couldn't even barely keep my eyes open in the writer's room. Uh, but at the end of the day, I did my podcast, which is the Unsolicited Podcast. That's what it's called. Uh, and it's a really fun podcast that I do with uh, two coworkers. And both all three of us are basically sub-characters in the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast and a, a Comedy Central show that I work on called The Jim Jeffrey Show. And uh, we talk about everything in life, you know, like the the show is basically ran by people 
who leave voice messages, 1-833-266-7667. Um, that's the number to call, not how to, many people leave voicemails. Yep, leave voicemails, and people do. We answer questions. We have a good time. Um, or you can email at theunsolicitedpod at gmail.com, and we'll answer, answer questions that way. Questions, comments, you know, we, we talk about everything from... Is pineapple out on a pizza? Yes, with ranch dressing. Of course. Yes. And a little salt and sweet. And uh, also we ask, answer questions about dating, uh, questions about... Because uh, two out of the three hosts are on dating apps. I'm hoping you're not still on dating apps. No. Are you still on one? I don't think so. You made me physically yeah, about delete six them in months front into of our you. dating, I'm like, uh, you think you should probably get rid of stop this now? I thought it was off. I thought if you just like exit off your phone, it disappeared. Just so you guys know, you really got to like get in there. Yeah, you like, got to go in there and shut it off. You can't account. just shut it off on a phone. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't swiping right and left six months in. I got friends like, hey, your girlfriend's still on. Uh... <laughs> I'm not a total monster. <laughs> um, cool. So people can call in and ask you guys all the questions. Yeah, it's just a fun show. We have games. We play different things. It's a little bit... Uh, um, I know it's like doing really well right now too. It's yeah, like, we're like four episodes in and we're just killing it. <laughs> I hate to like, because I feel creepy like listening to it. It's like too inside baseball for me. But like you guys are really fucking funny. It's annoying, like yeah. not annoying, but like you guys are really good. So yeah, yeah you guys should. So listen I to think it. you should check it out. I think you'd like it. All right, how are we all doing right. on time? We're doing all right. The alarm didn't go off yet. When it goes off, I'm just going to shut it off. No, okay, then, so tell okay. us. Honestly, this March Madness tournament has been really fucking boring for me. I don't know about you. I really don't care that much, but I feel like we should inform the meatballs before heading into the final four. That's it, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. I, and here's what I'll say about this tournament. Okay. Uh, Duke was the biggest team in the tournament, and they lost. They have the biggest stars. They lost. And I think, I, don't, I know they were sad in the locker room, but I'm sure that CBS executives were just as sad in their boardroom because no one's gonna watch this no one's watching this no they you know, are they're gonna watch it's the final four yeah this is one of the most exciting sporting events in in, in, our, in our country and like how shitty would that be if you were on one of the teams that's like playing this weekend and, and everyone's like, like no one cares like well, that's Texas still a huge is playing, accomplishment yeah Texas deal. Tech is playing Michigan State okay all right, two teams that are just you know expected to win two and a three seed there was no big upsets there was no Cinderella small schools so then you also, in the, in the bottom bracket, you have Auburn playing Virginia. My prediction is that Virginia is going to play Michigan State, and then I don't really care who wins. I know you want Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not listening. I'm sorry. Um, I'm staring at the ponytail that's coming out of your head right now. I'm just playing at my ponytail. <laughs> don't make people think I have a ponytail. I'm twirling my hair when he I... He twirls his hair, and it looks like you have a Dumbo ear coming out right now. Oh, speaking of Dumbo, we did see Dumbo did this see weekend. Dumbo. What would you grade it? What would you rate it? Uh, I would give it a nice solid... B? C plus. C plus. I mean, Dumbo killed it. I mean, the animal killed it. Jacqueline wants a a Dumbo. I really want one. Dumbo. Just to hang out with. I really yeah. enjoyed it. There's a lot it. of bad, a lot of characters unnecessary in the movie, though. Totally. Um, casting wise, I was like, why Colin Farrell? Yeah. <laughs> like it's not 2007. There's a lot of people um, unneeded. Yeah, but, but it was entertaining. We had a great experience because we got to lay down, went to the IPIC theater. Yes. Do you it, know Annabelle? Um, she was the one who suggested it. Annabelle DeSisto at her own compliments, and she ran into you won't know these people, uh, Dorit and Teddy. I think that's his name from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the next day. And she said they were very nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't know who those people are, but cool. let's move yeah. on. I mean, it is what so it is. So Virginia's going to win a tournament. Who is? Virginia. Virginia. That's what I think. Anyway. Yeah. But do you have any tips for people going to watch March Madness at a bar or like at someone's house? 
like that doesn't give a shit about March Madness? Well, you know, as long as you know the four teams yeah. uh, that are left in the tournament and the final two teams, you know, you look like you know what you're talking about. I don't know. I didn't do a bracket this year. Did you? I didn't either. I know. I wanted to really do one with the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, also, baseball season started. Yes. Yep. That yep. means baseball games. They're so fun to go to. Yeah, they're fun to go to. Even Unless if you they don't go know into extra innings. <laughs> I know. Poor people. My but. advice, if it goes into extra innings before the seventh inning, you have to make sure you have a hot dog or you have beer or you have something with you just in case it goes in. Like I would always get like that last ditch option snack and drink. Yeah. Most stadiums shut those things down in the seventh inning. Exactly. So that's the last uh, opportunity because if you've listened to this podcast before, we were stuck into the 14th inning. The first baseball game. I took Jack into a game. It went to basically two games and she had no hot dogs or beers. I think that gave me shingles for the third time. (laughs) And that was so, no, thank you. Um, How are we doing? Are we good on time? We're good. The alarm didn't go off Oh, my God. great. Wow, we haven't even gotten the light. It's so exciting. Let me see how much time we got here. Um, uh, That's okay. We can finish early. Oh, we got 55 seconds. Okay, so pimp yourself out. Tell the meatballs where they can find you. I think that everyone can find me at Tommy Caprio on Twitter. And at Tommy underscore Caprio on Instagram. And also, I'd love everyone to check out um, on Instagram and Twitter at The Unsolicited Three. Mm-hmm. And check out the podcast on all places where podcasts are available. It's called The Unsolicited Podcast. And the logo is three cartoon characters looking people. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I like to also tell the meatballs other podcasts so uh, the unsolicited podcast and i've been listening a lot a to Dak shepherd's armchair expert podcast i've talked about it before but it's great if you have a long drive like i just did uh the chelsea handler episode is phenomenal but another podcast which i told you to listen to tommy caprio is the ed milet show and the hard timer's going off anyway i learned about him from the skinny confidential podcast he was on that and if you just want like a motivational speaker who he's kind of like a guy's guy, he just tells it like it is and he really resonates with me. I'm trying to get you, Mr. Caprio, to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of really good just go-getter advice that's really positive and it's kind of like he has this attitude like anyone can accomplish their goals and do what they want and just listen to the Ed Milet show. This is not a sponsored post. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. I I really, really, truly love my guest this week I, as much as I love you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for supporting the podcast and for rating, reviewing, and sharing with your friends because I think that's the best way to find out about good podcasts that you like to listen to. So thank you again for supporting What's Your Jersey. Now, my guest this week, I've known her for many years. Um, she's so authentic and she's so just hilariously herself she's been through a ton of really funny journeys and i feel like she's lived like 18 lives uh she tours all over with david tell she's been on comedy central and i will say all of this again when i introduce her but um i think you're you're gonna love her and she's very open about everything so get ready to just laugh your ass off and relate to the very, very funny Nicole Amy Schreiber. Hello, everyone. I am sitting across from one of the funniest fucking people I've ever met my entire life. Yeah. She was kind enough to wipe the bouillonnaise sauce off her face to get started with the podcast. It's still on there. 
it's, I'm leaving a little for later. Right? Yeah. It's, it's my doggy bag. My face is my doggy bag. I'm <laughs> taking this shit to go. I also have so much stuck in my teeth, and I'm just going <laughs> to eat it later when I'm driving, and a piece falls out. And you're so resourceful. That's I'm why. I'm so resourceful. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good at being poor is what it is. You you kill it at being poor. I'm kill, I kill it at being poor. That's why I don't ever <laughs> floss my teeth after I eat, because I was like, no, 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 no. This will do for a little snack later. I, I respect that a lot. Thanks. And I always take a to-go box everywhere I go. See, as a Jew, I never get to the point of leftovers. I just eat until I'm sick. But yes, my God, you never, ever leave anything on the table. No man, no food left behind. Put everything in a box. Bring it with you. I'm having indigestion. Uh, Meatballs, you better be writing all this down. This is like words of wisdom that I feel like you need to know. By the way, I love that you refer to your listeners as meatballs. (laughs) I hope they love it. I think they do. It is truly one of the most endearing names you could give to listeners. For my podcast, I don't even know. (laughs) Fucking stalkers. I refer to my listeners as stalkers. Oh, well, that's cool, too. I just want to have stalkers. Yeah, no. And now you do. Perfect. <laughs> You're great. Meatballs, will you be my stalkers? Thank yes. you so much. Um, so that baby Jew angel voice that you're hearing angelic <laughs> angelic so angelic um you have seen her on comedy central you have seen her on the show funny girls on oxygen a oh, roast battle on comedy central yeah. I should say that mm-hmm. um she tours all over with Dave Attell and she has her own podcast which she just talked about and you should definitely become a stalker it's called getting to know you with Nikki Bond mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool anyway so it's, it's not so much a podcast that it is a social experiment so she and I met and 15 minutes later, we decided to start a podcast where we get to know each other only on the podcast. So she and I actually don't talk in person at all. I love We that. only talk on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that means you're probably a really good first dater. If you yeah. could like sustain a podcast for yeah, that long. Basically, it's just a giant first date. <laughs> yeah. I Okay. Hold. Nicole Amy Schreiber, everyone. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi. I wouldn't even let her get to the introduction. I just have um, so much to say. I love first dates. Do you like first dates? I hate first dates. Why do you hate first dates? I just don't dates? like dates. Well, you've been you've been in a relationship for so long now. Maybe I'm just craving a new date. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're like you're like nostalgic for, you know, what is it they that you love the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, 100%. Oh, it's terrible on this side. Don't it's- don't think it's greener <laughs> on the other side. It's fucked. The de- grass is dead, okay? Okay. I know LA is no longer in a drought, but the grass is dry and dead. There's nothing here. Don't worry about it. It's much better where you are. Date first I dates, you. I don't I'm not a fan of them. I'm not a fan of them. I know a lot of women who are because it's fun and spontaneous. And I think it's just so stressful to me because I have anxiety. And when you're a person who has anxiety, you're constantly worrying about the future. Okay. So the whole prospect of a first date is you're, it's like an interview for the future. It really is. But only if you look at it that way, I don't know how to look at it any other way. What other way is there to look at? I look at, I, it's like an audit. I like auditions too, though. <laughs> I look at it as it's all for me. It's not about the other person at all. Oh, which maybe I know. if I look at it like that, like you, you're like just be a narcissist <laughs> going into the date. Don't don't worry about him. Which worry is about you. The hardest thing for me because I constantly am trying to take care of everyone else but myself. Yeah. yeah. So I have to just be like, go, just go have fun. Just go. This is going to be about you. You might get a bit out of it. Like you just. I definitely have that mentality where I'm like, oh, this could be funny. This could lead to a joke. Exactly. And my mom always is like, just try anything twice. Just get out there. Just go and see what happens. Um, That's how I fell into the slippery slope of liking anal. You know, I tried it (laughs) once and I was like, this isn't for me. And then I was like, you know what? Jacqueline Marfugi's mom was like, you should try it twice. And I was like, all right. What's your mom's name? Anal it is. Ellen. Ellen. All right. <laughs> anal it is, Ellen. We call her Bombshell-in, which is bombshell-in. more fitting, I feel like, for anal. Um, it's really great. I love her. Um, 
That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I I want to be optimistic about it, but I go into yeah. every first date being like, well, this isn't going to work. Um, and not so much. It's not. It's not like I think. I don't think highly of myself. Mm. I just think I'm not a, a date person. I'm not the kind of person where like you're going to go on a date and be like, well, I really like this person. I think I'm the kind of person you get to know like out in the wild. Oh, yeah. And like you're my friend and then you fall in love with me. That's that's how I see a lot of relationships going for me. Like the people I've dated, it's like we hung out. We were friends. Be it for a few days or a few, but it's I'm not the kind of person who's like just going to go out on a date and I don't say the right things on dates, which I would find really cute if I were a dude. Like I feel like the guy that's good for you is going to find all your shit adorable. But but no matter what, you are saying that from the perspective of a woman. That's true. Like men, I mean, especially like older men. I feel like at some point, you know, they're just like, all right, I'm done with the whole cute cute bullshit. Like just give me a full grown person. And I still think I'm kind of like growing as a person, even though I'm older. Not too much, but not too much uh, older. And you look like a 20 year old with that fucking skin. I can't even. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, it's I don't know. It's just first dates are not my. Are you on all the apps still or no? I'm on all the apps. Oh, yes. I want to play with your apps. Oh, my gosh. You can play with my apps. (laughs) You just fed me pasta bolognese. You can play with all of my apps. Well, if like a guy brought that to you that you were just like hanging like a friend of yours, like just kept feeding you pasta bolognese. Would you like fall into his face at one point? Um, Yeah, because I would be dying of type two diabetes. (laughs) Ultimately, I would be morbidly obese and I wouldn't be able to move. So I'd be falling onto him for sure. I'm like, I can't my my knees can't take this kind of weight. And then they would just snap and then I'd be, you know, physically incapacitated. Um, Nicole, right now you look like you're about to teach like a crossfit yeah it's so funny how much how much i love workout clothes and how little i work out is truly incredible so it doesn't motivate you i do it i it is definitely one of those things where i'm like well if i put on workout clothes then half the battle is done it's done and it's so honestly like my plan for today is do this podcast have my doctor's appointment and then just go right to the gym that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen (laughs) it's not gonna happen because my doctor's appointment is across the street from the century city mall and um i love it there i love it there so oh man what do you like there do you do you like i just i just love it's such good people watching oh yeah if you guys haven't been, if there's LA <laughs> listeners, if you guys haven't been to the newly renovated Westfield Century City Mall, it is one of the fanciest malls I've ever seen. I feel like that's what Judy Jetson would have shopped at. Oh, like for sure. That's what it well said. It's it feels like a mall from the future. Yeah, like we're. It's like, are we here? Like it's, it's tr- it is it is spectacular. And the stores they have great stores, but it's just there's kind of all these like little outdoor areas where you can just hang out, just sit, and yeah. I, it, Great atmosphere, great people watching. I if had you to go... love watching Persians get into fights. Oh. That mall is the place for you. God, yeah. There's a, well, that's a good area for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Dude. I had to go there a lot for like three weeks straight. I Nicole and I have bonded over side jobs. Yeah, and I picked up a side job at Italy. <laughs> You worked at Italy? I for three weeks. Oh my god, how fat were you at the end of three weeks? <laughs> oh my god. Because like you're in training all day and then like you can you have the discount and you just go downstairs. And of course I made friends with this chick who just 
is one of those girls who's six two and just skinny and beautiful all the time. Yeah, and so cellulite she, is a myth. Like, it's, yeah, it's just nothing stays on her. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. But she's so cool and fun. So she would just get these huge like focaccia bread, prosciutto, uh. mozzarella sandwiches, and I'd be like, I could, yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> You're like, well, if I hang out with her long enough, my metabolism will speed up. Uh-huh. It's perfect. No, it is going in. If you've never been to Italy, I keep plugging everything. I'm like, LA listeners, you need to go to X, Y, and Z. I will plug places all day long, but Italy is exceptional. Oh, my it is, God. It is it's- block out at least an hour of time to go there, grab a sandwich. I mean, grab anything there. Anything. Everything's good there. But they have – it is – as far as like a market, I guess you could call it. Yeah, it's like a gro- it's like yeah, a very a grocery high end grocery store. Like you but can it's buy like, vegetables and fruit. but it's like a gourmet market. Everything is the most you know top quality. Everything Ugh. you can get. They have fresh pasta there. They have fresh breads there. Oh, their breads. Oh, oh no, the bread's the best. But the thing is, like you talk about anxiety, I finally had to just like say this is not for me because yeah. I would sit in my car and white knuckle the steering wheel before like walking in. Yeah. Because it was it was like training for the Olympics, mm-hmm. only like being a bartender. Yeah, <laughs> like it was insane. Oh, and is the is so you were bartending? In there? I was bartending, and they have like a it's Tara. It's a high end restaurant. It's amazing, yeah. and like it's gorgeous, and it, like you just overlook trees. And yeah. this, it's uh. like everything's amazing. But I just had so much other shit going on in my life that like it was too much. Like yeah. I just couldn't. I didn't have time to be at a full time job, which is like my side job. Yeah, there's you know? it's such a it's such a hard thing to find a truly good part time job, but with almost like full time job kind of benefits and money, but like make it only be like a few hours a week. Yeah, only a few <laughs> hours a week. It's it it is. I would say whenever people are like, oh, I'm going to move to L.A. and be an actor or, or do whatever, any sort of creative thing. I'm like, before you even get here. You need to figure out a way to have a side hustle that's lucrative. I always tell people, take graphic design classes. Yes. Like, learn how to be a graphic designer. Even if it's the most basic-ass shit, like, Mm -hmm. learn how to do programming. Learn how to do something where you can make your own hours and do it from home. And then do all your own shit. And then do all your own shit. Yeah. And then, because you can, you know, if you know how to edit that's a great side side hustle where you can make a lot of money and in not a lot of hours. Because if you don't know how to edit, like you're at the mercy of editors. Yeah. Like, you're also at the mercy of editors. And yeah. So this way you can edit your own shit. You can make your own money editing other people's shit. Um, graphic design shit. You know, you can make people's websites. That's a great side oh hustle. My God. Like there's people that charge a thousand dollars a month for yeah. shit like that. Yeah. It's no, that's it. That's your side. So hustle. it's just like, no, uh, if, if you're thinking about moving to LA, Know what your side hustle is going to be before you get here. Also, I just think being a waiter or a waitress, like at some point you're going to burn out. Oh, yeah. So definitely if you're like in college taking acting classes and you're listening to this podcast, number one, stop listening to podcasts and work. Um, <laughs> number two, figure out what your side hustle is while you're in college. They like, don't take, teach you that in class. They need, they need to teach you that. Like, I don't know why they don't teach that in like acting schools or any sort of creative school where it's like, oh, my God, no, have a craft. Great. Great. Also have the capacity to make money. They should. Bi- the business of acting was never taught to us. No, never. College. No. I mean, I could recite every Shakespeare monologue I ever learned in college, but like that, I have not done yeah. that yet in my professional yeah. acting career. Wouldn't that be funny if there were acting schools where they like they have bartending class <laughs> as re- as part of the requirement in school? Because they're like, well, you're going to need to know how to do this at some point, either great. because you're going to be a bartender or an alcoholic. But pick up this skill <laughs> or both. Whatever. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> alcoholic and a bartender. I've never 
it's never been me not not a thing yeah you're like you're like no no no. i just i just taste all the drinks i make to make sure they're okay (laughs) i'm like blacked out by midnight but but that's fine but that's fine but it's for the job um i feel like you're onto something i feel like we could make money yeah really (laughs) open up an acting school acting acting bartending school (laughs) one of the things i i was so excited to have you on this for was we saw each other at the hollywood improv a few weeks ago Mm. I never knew how obsessed with food you were. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like you're a walking juxtaposition. Like, I would never look at you and be like, oh, she could throw down with, like, some bullionese. Oh, and- oh, I can fuck food up. Exactly. Oh, I'm a huge... That is one thing. Anytime you post on your Instagram, like, anything food related, I'm like, where is she? What is she eating? Bookmark it on Yelp. It's so funny. Yeah. I just love it. And I, I was... I got turned on talking to you about Oh, God. It. I could... Bol- pasta bolognese is... It is the one reason why I don't think I could ever be a vegan. Yeah. It's really, mm-hmm. it is my kryptonite. Yeah. It's it's, crazy. It, it's my death row meal for sure. And you were like pronouncing everything right. So I have a funny like icebreaker thing. I did this with Mike Marino who was okay. on the podcast and it was funny because we pronounced a lot of Italian words differently. Okay. Which I was shocked about. Um, okay. So I want to know when it comes to Italian foods, do you call it like sauce or gravy? Sauce. Thank you. Who yeah. Who a gravy? Everyone else, apparently. Oh, that's just such like a Midwest, like, <laughs> like, goyish, like, gravy. Exactly. What are you, south of the Mason-Dixon? Come on. <laughs> gravy. That's so gross. Turkey no. gravy. That's yeah, gravy. Turkey gravy. That's great. That's gravy. gravy. Sauce is sauce. That's how, who, I Honestly, whoever says gravy... You need to break up with them as friends. You need to not have them in your life. That is unacceptable. If you're listening to this and you say gravy. If someone says that, just say you're dead to me. You're that's, dead. That's dead. an Italian uh, yeah. thing. You're, you're dead, dead to me. me. You're dead to me. Oh, All right. Goodbye. So good. Bye. Um, okay. Is it mozzarella or mozzarella? Mozzarella. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Will I say it mozzarella? Yeah. But if I'm with a person who's Italian, I'll be like mozzarella. Yeah. Because I say mozzarella at certain places and like. Someone taking my order is like, what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh, mozzarella. And yeah. it hurts my heart. Yeah. hurts my soul a little bit. A little bit. You're a little, a little Italian soul. Yeah, it hurts. Um, also, gnocchi or gnocchi? Gnocchi. You're just, you've, you're the I worked first. In the rest, I worked in the restaurant <laughs> industry for a really long time. I also, I don't want to brag, but I have won a pasta eating contest at an Italian restaurant in Detroit. Ma- Mario's. Shout out to Mario's. I love Mario's. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I grew up around... Um, a lot of Italian food. There's so much Italian food in Detroit because that's where the mafia was for a very long time. Oh. But I also worked in restaurants for a very long time. You're so on brand with this podcast. Yeah, very on brand. Again, walking yeah. juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. I would never think. Well, I think Jews cool. and Italian are also extremely similar. It's, it's like the same. Very loud. <laughs> very loud. Boundaries. What are those? Uh, um, unfamiliar. Yeah, boundaries. <laughs> it's like, oh, hurdles? All right, I'll jump over a few hurdles. I'm athletic. Look at these legs. I can get right over those things. Are we doing track and field? Here we go. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, Italians are just loud. Jews are loud. Everything there's, everything's up for discussion. There's no such thing as privacy. You don't close doors. Oh, if you closed a door, if anybody slammed a door in my house, my mom would be like, the only person who's slamming doors around here is me. Oh my God. My mom is the best door slammer in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I learned everything from her about door slamming. Everything. I don't think I've slammed a door though in my adult life. Oh, it's it's liberating. I'm wait. When do have you like slammed doors in people's faces? Oh yeah, yeah. I got into a fight with my mom one time when I was home in Michigan. Uh, the best is when you do when you slam a door in somebody's face, you have to stay there for it. A lot of people do the slam as they're walking. No, 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 no. 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 You have to stand 
deliver. So you need to be locking eyes as you're slamming the door and the door needs to cut off eye contact and you need to stand as the door slams just right there and hold it for like a beat and then walk away. Cause you need to hear the other side on the other per- the person on the other side of the door. You need to feel the wind hit their face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have to be there for it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's a tough cookie. Like yeah. she once like threw a can of diet Coke across like our entire- oh, I love it so much. It was amazing. Yeah. I'm- Unapologetic <laughs> throw of a diet Coke. Was it open or closed? It opened when it hit the ground. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It exploded. Love it. Oh. it was amazing. Boss. Boss. I was like, yes, but she's not even Italian. That's the best part. What's your mom? She's like Irish and English. So I'm a half C. Are you a half C? I'm a half C, yeah. I'm half oh God, Italian what? and then Irish, English, German. I think there's some German in there too. Maybe. But she's like the perfect mob wife. Yeah. No, we're not oh, in the mob. We're mob not wife. in the mob, but just like blonde. The look. She had the look of a mob the wife. Look of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's like? Okay, so first of all, guys, the whole podcast is we find out where you're from and how you got to where you are. Okay. Nicole's so, I'm jersey Detroit. is Detroit. I'm Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, that's my jersey. So the like mob wives in Detroit are they the same like Jersey mob wives? Like no, they're not. They're not that intense. I mean the the families where you like where there was like discussion that they were in the mafia. No, not at all. Very like everybody was very mild mannered. Um, this one guy I went to high school with whose father was in construction. Um, so and hot. his father worked in construction and had a cement business. Um, so it's one of those things. And his dad had a lot of cars mm-hmm. and lived in a very small house that was big almost. It was weird. It wasn't like this huge lavish house, but the shit he had inside was like all the state of the art shit. Which was so cool as a little yeah. kid. Like yeah. anyone that had all like not a DVD, but what were those huge discs? Um, I forgot. Oh, I can't remember. Like a rotating disc player, but yeah, I don't know what that, they're called. No, there was something else. Was it a laser disc? I don't Maybe. know. That's anyway, keep going. But yeah, but this, he was the kind of guy, like his dad had, his dad had the nicest cars and he had a garage that had lifts in it that would go up a level and down a level. So the garage went into the ground. So he had three tiers of cars with like bodies under them with, yeah. So with bodies <laughs> under them. Exactly. Um, and we all suspected, you know, he was in the mob. I mean, there were just all the signs were pointing him out, but his mom was just like this, like super Italian, like dark haired, you know, beautiful, like black curly hair goals. Um, same with his sister. Um, when I was home in Michigan a while ago, I ran into his sister and she was like, how are you? Do you have any kids? And I'm like, nope, no kids, but I have, I have joy. I have joy in my life. Do you care about joy? No, 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 no. No one cares about that. Um, No one cares about that. (laughs) And then she's like, all right, I have three kids. Gotta go. Bye. And just like peeled out. And I was like, all right, toodles. Um, but yeah, is his sister Teresa Giudice? <laughs> Pretty much. I don't Pretty know who, that, who is that. Oh, I'm so happy you don't know who that is. Who is it? She's a Real Housewife of New Jersey. She's oh, going yeah. through a lot right now. Okay, yeah. I don't. I you know, happening. it's one of those things where I don't know. And maybe your listeners are going to be turned off by this, but I don't know any housewives. That's okay. Okay. And right. I can, maybe we could have like a fun, like wine night or something where we get you to know You introduce me them. to them? Okay. I feel like you'd actually really enjoy them and you could write a lot of bits about them. Okay. Or maybe your life just doesn't need that in it. Or maybe it doesn't. I yeah. don't know. I don't, okay. I don't, I've never, I've honestly never watched one housewives of anything. Wow. How did you get through the past decade? Without, I don't like, know. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like I've really missed out on kind of a, uh, a, a pop culture mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. That everybody knows. Everybody has this one pop culture reference point of housewives. And I just don't. Well, I feel like the Housewives of like Detroit, Michigan is what you should do a parody of. Uh, that actually would be really fun. That would be, no one's done that yet. 
Oh, I should do that. Oh, we, that's a we'll really work good on idea. it. We okay. can work on it. God, right. we're creating. It's yeah, all yeah. happening. So I want to know what Nicole was like as a little girl. Very, very hyper. Oh, the most hyper. Shut up. Hyper really? Yeah. Never sat still. Never stopped talking. Always, always talking. That, do you have brothers and sisters? I have an older brother. You have an older brother. Yeah. Okay. And he was also very hyper. We were both very hyper kids. It was one of those things where I remember when we were seven, my mom sent us to, well, when I was seven, he was older. Um, she sent us to a therapist because she was like, they're hyper. What's going on? They're out of control. And my dad was like, this is just how siblings act because my mom was an only child. So she didn't understand the interactions my brother and I were having. We would fight all the time, but that's what siblings do. Siblings fight like crazy. We would like wrestle and I would like beat the shit out of my younger brother. I felt so bad. I slammed his finger in a car door once. Like he's so sweet. (laughs) Maybe I should have been sent to therapy. You're like, you're like, I'm like, wow, you (laughs) slammed his finger. Although one time my dad closed the car door on my leg and I'll never forget it as long as I live. He didn't know my he didn't know I was coming out that side and he closed the door on my leg um but yeah it was it was it was I was a lot I was it was just always a very loud um talkative I mean it was just a very loud house my dad was always very quiet really dad my dad's always been a quiet guy Uh my mom is an explosive asshole um I'm very loud but um, I feel like you have a different side of you, too, that can be, like, really quiet. I have a very mellow side, too. Yeah. yeah that's I why very, I'm, yeah. like, shocked to hear that you were really hyper. Really. So, so hyper. So hyper. The amount I got shushed in my life is truly incredible. I love it. But I was a hyper kid. I was, Were you funny as a kid? Like, was it? Yeah, I was always a funny, like, right goofy off the kid. Bat. Always, yeah. Like, what I just, were you obsessed I was a, with? I, oh. I was really obsessed with Barbie dolls as a kid. Really? I was. I, I didn't stop playing with Barbie dolls probably... Until I was year. like 15 or 16, like far too long last year. Um, <laughs> I was very obsessed with Barbie dolls. Um, but I, I kind of always lived in this like fantasy world in my head. I had an imaginary friend named Crystal. Um, <laughs> and she eventually transferred into the body of one of my Barbie dolls. So I actually didn't call Barbie Barbie. I called Barbie Crystal. Stop. Um, and she could move from Barbie to Barbie. So Crystal, like once I was done with one Barbie, her, her essence, her, her my imaginary friend would transfer into the new barbie oh my god um that's amazing and then i never named ken 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 was always brian named after brian friedman my crush growing up wait um, okay so brian friedman to me is britney spears's best choreographer yeah is I, that... I, yes that actually i do know that because okay. i remember when i watched um <laughs> so you think you can dance and brian friedman was doing choreography i was just like well he's not my brian friedman but he's okay oh my god but yes brian friedman um i was in love with him growing up as a kid tr- truly in love oh, um I love that. and um it's so funny i was talking about him with someone the other day he's like yeah he's married with kids and i was like married with kids yeah everyone's (laughs) married with kids and um i was like oh he's the one that no he didn't get away he was never there but i was really in love with him so i would name all my ken dolls became brian friedman or brian levine brian levine was another there were these two jewish kids i don't even know why it's like i've never dated anyone who looks like them but i was just like it's these two guys but brian friedman was my biggest crush for the longest time um i remember when we were in fifth well i wasn't in fifth grade he was older I was in fifth grade. He was older. I remember I saw him because I went to a private school. So all the grades were interacted with one another. Oh, okay. And I remember uh, getting the balls to ask him out. I was like, hey, do you want to go out sometime? Like fucking five-year-old kid. And he's like, yeah, I'll go out with you, but you have to paint your face black. 
by the way, this I literally put myself, <clears throat> I took a black Crayola marker. I was like 10 years old. I took a black Crayola marker and I colored my entire face black. Stop. And I walked up to him. I go, look, Brian, I colored my face black. He goes, yeah, now you look stupid. Laughed and walked away. Mm-hmm. And that like set the course for every <laughs> and that set the course for I'm like, oh, ultimate rejection. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there I was in blackface. Um, Do you talk wow. about this on stage? No, I've never. Your I've never accidental talked about it on stage. blackface. My accidental blackface. I mean, I, I wanted him to like me so badly. I mean, I, I don't think I don't even think blackface at the time was like a thing. I don't think there was. I'm sure there was probably like some black teacher in school who was like, why is there a kid walking around in blackface? Yeah, but it wasn't like a like, 10 year old, but it wasn't it, it wasn't is it wasn't what it is now. Like if you did that today, that would be on like the New York Post. Or oh, TMZ for sure. Within, like, for sure. Hour. Some some, you know, culturally insensitive person. <sighs> um, yeah. Um, it's so much, but I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Um, oh but it still is one of the funniest things I did as a kid for love. <laughs> I really wanted him to like me. You're such a romantic. I didn't know that about you. (laughs) I am. I am honestly my roommate. I always like anytime she's sick, I'll like make soup from scratch for her. I'll like take care of her. And I do like little things to take care of her. Like she was home working yesterday. Uh And I was like, do you want any coffee? Because I make really good coffee. I was like, do you want? We call it yummy coffee. What's your secret? Um, Coconut sugar. And ripple milk. Do you ever use ripple milk? It's pea protein milk. It's non-dairy milk. It's really good, but it's very thick. Oh, I like that. So I like to whip it. Yeah. So I whip it up a little bit so it makes it super thick. So the coffee is kind of like thick. So I put coconut. Um, I heat the milk up just a little bit, not too much because you don't want it too warm. Um, and then you put coconut sugar in it. And then you use a hand whipper, like a little hand whisk. Or if you have a submersion blender, submersion blender is too much clean Just up. like a casual submersion. Casual <laughs> submersion blender. By the way, if you like to cook... If you are a person who likes to cook and you don't own a submersion blender, go get one. You will take your cooking game to another level. Oh my God. Um, but so I do, I have this hand whisk whip thing. I you can, can get deal a, with that. I can yeah. do that. So I do that and I do it till the, till it foams up a lot. Oh yes. And then I pour, I do, I have an espresso. So I do an espresso maker. I do, a, I do the espresso and espresso maker, not the coffee. And then I put a Is shot of George espresso. Clooney's, like coffee thing. Is it? Yeah, oh, I don't even like know. The spokesperson for it. Nespresso, if you are a coffee snob, take your coffeeness to another level. Really? So I do that. And then I put in a dash of boiling water just to. Oh my God. I know it's a whole thing. I then, Guys, I'm going to write this down and put it in the episode mm-hmm. notes because I feel like everyone needs this coffee yeah. recipe in their it's a, lives. It's a great coffee recipe. Yeah. So I make wow. her a yummy coffee. But every time I'm like taking care of her, um, I, I there's some points where she'll be like, you are so loving and so caretaking. And a few months ago when she was sick. I brought something into her room and I was like, I was like, I need to be in a relationship so badly. She's like, I know. She's like, you have so much love to give. Like I have so much. I love taking care of people. I, there, I'm so happy I have you here right now. I did not know that about yeah, you. So I'm, I'm, I love it, love it, love it so much. Like oh if you're sick, God. like come over, I'll draw you a bath. I have a huge <laughs> bathtub in my apartment. I yeah, I make baths for people all the time. You make baths. Have you ever tried the bath bombs? Yeah. Like the weed bath? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Are they, is that like a thing? The Should CBD bath that? bomb is great. It just kind of like numbs your whole body and your vagina, but it numbs your whole body. I had Rachel Wolfson on the podcast and I think she gave me one. Yeah, do it. And I, it got lost in like the move yeah. when like, ugh, so I need to yeah, go get another one from Wolfie. It like not, it numbs everything. Yeah. It's good. It's, you feel like you're taking a, um, what's the stuff like not Arnica, the, like if you hurt yourself in sports and you put the, uh, is it like the minty? It's got that minty feel to Why it. Why can't I think of the name? Like Ben Gay. Yeah, Ben Gay. It's like Ben Gay. But like or like Tiger vagina. Balm. It's like Tiger Balm on your whole body. Oh my God, that's and amazing. Yeah. It's very tingly. I it made the mistake. Good. Once I was getting a bikini wax and I put like the numbing cream on mm-hmm. 
And then I like went to like. By the way, how strong are your hair follicles that you need to put on numbing cream (laughs) before you get waxed? It's bad. I just started doing a joke about how like I was the creepy 10 year old Italian girl at like birthday parties walking around with like a bag of cheese and a Super Mario Brothers mustache. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like I just. But every hair follicle is strong, but the ones on my head. Like I have hair clipped in right now. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I like. It doesn't look like it. Thank you so much because I got ready really quick. Well, you did a really good job. Thank you. Um, yeah, but every other hair follicle on my body is like fucking rock hard. It's yeah, rock yeah. hard. It's the worst. Yeah. All your hair follicles are just like a bunch of little Mussolinis. <laughs> They're like, don't fuck with us. I might steal that. Yeah, take it. I'll, Go ahead. I'll quote you. Like your your hair follicles, they're like mafia. They're like mafia people. Like, do you know how the mafia works? I took a class on it in college. It's really fascinating. So there's different tiers in the mafia. And you know the person who's above you and that you know the person who's below you, but you don't know who the person above you reports to. Okay. And you don't know who the person rep- below you gets reported to. So if you someone in the mafia gets busted, you can and they rat people out. They can only rat out one layer above First, and one like layer one below. Tier, yeah. One, oh. So they do that. So in case someone does do some ratting out. So once they what they what the mob will do. So say I'm you're my boss. Okay. And then there's me. And then below me, we'll say is Wolfie. Okay. Perfect. I, I can see that. All right. Yeah. So if She's I get if I get caught by the cops, uh-huh. what the mob will immediately do is they'll murder you and they'll murder Wolfie. So they, they can't get anybody in any other direction. Oh, wow. So it, it basically just cuts the leg off because oh, like they can't that. they can't take chances of people getting ratted out. Yeah, that's they, what we I, should do that with like ex-boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> like the one before the one after the one after you're <laughs> done. You're gone. <laughs> you're gone. You're gone. You're because I can't have you reporting to anyone. <laughs> that's it. And yeah, then that's the one it. that that's just broke up yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we're yeah. going to kill you. Yeah, um, for sure. So, you're dead. You're gone. Yeah. yeah. So the next guy that comes mm-hmm. in, it's just like clean slate. Clean slate. Like, no, is there anybody here? No, never anybody here. No. no Were there yeah. any previous tenants? Nope. Just yeah. lived alone. Just really career focused. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Um, do you think it's really bad to date while you're doing comedy? Because I feel like people are funnier when they're single and miserable. It's funny. <laughs> I I have like a journaling book where it gives you like um, kind of like topics to write about every day. And the topic yesterday was um, list the benefits of being in a relationship or being single, whichever one you are. Yeah. Um, and mine, uh, was single. I've been single for about six years. Like I've had relationships over that time, but nothing substantial. Like the last like live in boyfriend full-time relationship I had was six years ago, which I feel like you had just ended when I met you probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I've been single since then. And I'm, I think it was a kind of a very traumatic breakup for me. And, um, but I, when I was writing this thing, I was like, you know, I think being single has allowed me to really focus on comedy. Oh, I've seen your career just skyrocket in the past six years. Thanks. Um, so yeah, being single is good for a career. Um, you lose a lot of material for jokes. Um, being in a relationship is great for material. Um, being, single is great for working on yourself and working on your career see i think being single is great for material too i it's, think it's better it than is i think it is i just think on the whole i i think if you think about the maturity of comics in their career like like amy schumer her most recent special did you watch yeah, it i did i just think there's something yes we all have all of us have been single but I think as humans we all look to mate and have partnerships Mm -hmm. and I think for the most part everybody ultimately has a partnership Mm -hmm. as we get older so I think as comics get older and mature and they have jokes about relationships I think ultimately that is more relatable 
because I think more people are in relationships than not in relationships. And they've been in them too. Yeah. So, so you- everybody understands a relationship, but I think at some point, you know, the the single experience. It's funny to me. I just think there's so much more richness in being in a relationship. And the better you get to know someone, you can be more specific in what it is you like about them or not like about them or the universal aspects of being in a relationship. Like loving so much, someone so much, but like staying up at night, watching them sleep and being like, I love you so much, but I could suffocate you right now. I think every person I could Lenny from Of Mice and Menu. Absolutely. (laughs) I love you. I'm going to squeeze you and murder you. I'm going to fucking murder you. Which brings us to dogs. You're obsessed. Obsessed. Oh God, obsessed. There's no deeper obsession I have than dogs. Nicole posted a picture. I feel like it probably was the most like picture you've ever posted. Ever posted ever. <laughs> of a huge uh, a Bouvier de Fleur. De Fleur, de Fleur. I can't even remember, what? but it's a Bouvier is the breed. It's a very rare breed. I mean, it's not a very rare breed, but it's a pretty rare breed. You don't see them in. I've never seen that kind of creature. It's huge. I mean, this dog was mammoth. Mammoth. You, I, I was you can hug this entire dog. It was like a, it was like a little pony. I mean, it was a very large dog. And it was so cute. So cute. Did you cry when you hugged it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like- I get very emotional about every dog. And my whole day is petting dogs. I mean, that's my goal is to pet every dog I see. And if I don't do that, then I'm like, ah, oh, that's the one that got away. That one dog. I get really bummed out about it. You only have one dog now, though. I only have one okay. dog, but I'm... Every neighborhood dog, I know every neighborhood dog, every time I see, like if I'm coming home and I see one of my neighbors out walking my, walking a dog, I'm like, stay there, stay there. I'm going to go get buddy. I'm going to come down. We'll play. We'll play. That's me every time, every single time. Mm -hmm. You're a dog whisperer. And my, my dog, by the way, doesn't play with most of these dogs. It's just me playing with their dog. I make it sound like mad at you. It's like, he's just not a dog. My dog's not another dog person, but I think it's one of those things where I've pretended like my dog really is interested in other dogs just so I can play with other people's dogs. You're using your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of my neighbors, she just got a puppy, a little pit bull puppy. His name's Lantern. Obsessed with him. And that that name is hilarious. Lantern. Lantern. That's like when like hot guys borrow their like, you know, sister's baby. Totally. To Uh go to a park and that that just attracts. Yeah. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. just using your dog to attract. I'm using my dog to attract other people with dogs so I can pet their dogs. (laughs) So something I found out about you recently is that on your birthday, you go to this like animal farm. Yeah, I go to I go to uh, for the past two birthdays. I have gone to it's called the Gentle Barn. It's in Santa Clarita. It's a it's a rescue of uh, f- the farm rescue animal sanctuary. They have all other kinds of animals too, but they have oh, like okay. cows, pigs. They have like turkeys, peacocks, horses, llamas, emus. Um, emus are really like on trend right now. I feel like llamas and emus. So so cute, so cute, so <laughs> wonder. I'm so into them. Um, donkeys, um, sheep, lamb. Oh um, every every kind of every kind of animal you could possibly have, they have at this rescue farm and you can pet all of them. You, okay. So yeah. it's kind of like a petting zoo for everyone. It's a, it's a petting zoo, but it's not like a petting zoo in the sense of you, you're basically, you go there and you help like feed the animals and like you can oh, brush like the that. animals. And, so you're like doing you know, things. Yeah. You're doing things with them. And this, this place is only open on Sundays. Okay. Um, so you have to, you know, go at a certain time. It's donation to get in oh cool um you know it's like a i think it's a i think there's a minimum donation so it's not free to get in but whatever fucking donate donate yeah um but it's it's 
It's my favorite thing. And this year, I'm actually... I Nicole's think I'm birthday's gonna, coming up, so My birthday's coming up. Say happy birthday to her in about a week. Yeah. Um, I don't... Don't get specific, because it's kind of an Oh, yeah. Birthday. Actually, she doesn't like people saying you happy can birthday say, You can say happy birthday. Just don't message me. Just if you want to tweet me, happy birthday, that's great. I just... Birthdays give me anxiety. But I think there's a, there's a wolf rescue Ooh. outside of Los Angeles that I think I might go to. That's going to be your thing? Or you, Yeah. That might be my animal. My animal. I just love animals. Yeah. Is that why um, you love crew box boxing? Have you been there yet? No, Their I whole like insignia is wolves. Oh, really? Wolves. I guess wolves. 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 <laughs> um, wolves. Wolves works too, but um, wolves. Yeah, I. I just I'm fascinated by animals. They just make me very happy, and I love watching them. You know, there's this hashtag. There's an account called Nature Is Metal, but you can follow the hashtag Nature Is Metal, and a lot of it is just like videos of just apex predators in the wild, just like killing other animals. <gasps> And it really, it breaks my heart, but it's so insane to watch, Okay, to watch an animal hunt another animal. Um, yeah. Uh, we just had close friends. They went on a safari for yeah. like two weeks and it was insane. Like they were just taking all these videos mm. of, you know, lions and other animals eating other animals. Yeah. But that's how they live. Yeah. Like it, it's different. I can, I can watch a video of an animal hunting another animal. I, like people who hunt animals. I understand that I'm from Michigan. So there's a lot of deer. So, so, so many deer. Oh my people gosh. Deer in Jersey. And you have to do animal control. I mean, yeah. they're, they're out of control. Deers destroy everything. And I understand oh, that they were here before us. Oh, one just pounced on my yeah. dad's like windshield. Like he yeah. was driving and just boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And deer will fuck up everything. everything. And they destroy your lawn. They destroy your trees. They destroy your bushes. Like my mom does not have bushes left because of how we have nine deer living on our yard in Michigan. Um, and deer it's are like laser away for Michigan. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, one of the things I learned is you can put human pee on things and it helps keep, keep deer away. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Does your mom just have like a Windex bottle filled with a your, pee? For, filled with urine? <laughs> um, no, I just go outside and pee on everything like my dog. I, yeah. I respect that better. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so I understand like hunting, but I just, I think animals are fascinating and beautiful and amazing. And so I really want to know if you could be an animal mascot for any team, like what would your dream mascot be for like either are you, you're from Detroit. So do you like Detroit lions, like Detroit tigers? Like, do you even give a shit? I mean, I'm a, De- I'm a, T- I'm a Detroit tigers person. I'm wearing a Detroit yes, tigers yes. baseball cap right now. <laughs> um, I grew up watching the tigers. I love the red wings too. I love watching hockey and I love watching baseball. This football I really don't care about basketball I don't really care about it's okay but I love baseball baseball I grew up playing baseball not softball baseball Ooh. and then made my way into softball as well me um, too I played for a year very much in love with it uh and then um what would your mascot be what's your dream mascot I don't really know if I have a dream mascot but I feel like if I was to be a physical animal of any kind I would have to be a bird. I think I would really thrive with wings. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could flap and do so much. I feel like my artistic abilities would thrive best with wings. You, your animal terrifies me. Yeah. My oh, really? only fear in life are animals that can fly at my head. Oh, really? Oh, I love yeah. birds. Have you ever been shit on by a bird? I've been shit on a bunch of times by yeah. a bird. It's good uh, luck. It is good luck. Yeah. I w- the reason why I was followed by a bat once. And oh, bats are kind of terrifying. It was traumatizing. Bats are kind of terrifying. I mean, here's the thing. They're all kind of terrifying. I'm really fascinated by owls. Oh. I love owls. I think owls are beautiful. I think, I think like the birds of prey, um, like a peregrine falcon, those things are cold-blooded killers. <laughs> those birds will fuck you the fuck they up. fuck you up. Have you, have you ever seen the video of the peregrine falcon knocking the head off of a bird, just clean off of a bird? No. There's a slow-mo video of it on on youtube it's insane i'll spend like an hour watching yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's 
it's crazy. It's so fast you can't even see it. Even in slow motion, you can't even see it. I like love it's it. crazy how fast they are. I feel like that's you though with your jokes. I feel like you don't expect like your like punchlines and like you you are like a ninja oh, bird. Thanks. I'm a ninja bird. I'm a peregrine falcon as a as a that's my bird my joke bird I don't know I don't know what I'm saying but yeah I <laughs> but love that is, I feel like that's kind of your style yeah um and something I respect so much about Nicole I feel like we met doing mics probably probably yeah. yeah you know and you always had a hustle like you always were funny and mm-hmm. just working your shit out like I always respected the shit yeah. out of you and Thanks. knew that like good things were gonna happen yeah. you know and it's really cool because this year you know when like you actually genuinely are proud and excited and you're like that fucking girl deserved this shit. Yeah. Um, you got passed at the comedy store. Yeah. That was crazy. I like feel like crying right now. even Aww. like saying that out loud. Oh, thanks. Which, yeah, it was it was wild. What was that even like? It was so surreal. It really was. I, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, I knew at some point it was going to happen in 2019 I knew 2019 was going to be the year that I got passed at the store how did you know that because I'd spoken with Adam about it and he was like you know you're on a short list of 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 comics to get past lady comics specifically Mm -hmm. um and he's like you know you're doing great keep it up um so I knew at some point and then other people at the store had had you know kind of mentioned to me um that you know they had there had been whisperings of you know I don't even know of what, but they're like, you got it. You're good. Keep going. Keep trying. Um, So I was like, okay, yeah, at some point in 2019, it'll happen. I mean, I'd been going to the store for so long at that point. Um, So I was like, all right, just keep my head down, do my work, come go to my development spots, um, do well, and just keep trying, keep trying to get funnier. And I think that for me is the, the biggest thing in comedy is I think a lot of people are, we were talking about this earlier, you know, people have this desire to like be popular online and, you know, have like a large social media presence. But I think at the end of the day, when it comes to being a comedian, like if you don't have jokes, it doesn't matter how many followers you have on Instagram. No, no one's going to want to see you do comedy. You don't walk on stage with all those followers. Yeah, no, <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. And it's like, great. Okay. So people are coming out to see your shows, but you like to be a truly great comic, you know, you have to have jokes, you have to be funny and to me, that is the ultimate um, goal for me is just to be funnier. Like, I think I'm funny, but I'm like, oh, I, I want to be way funnier. I just want to get funnier. Yeah. I said that. I was talking to Lori Douglas and I did the Laugh Lounge show last night mm-hmm. at Ice House. And we were talking about that in the car. Like, there's not enough hours in the day for, like, writing and, like, yeah. doing all the money and, like, yeah. going out and just, like, mm-hmm. being better. Yeah. You know? And I, you just, you have to just keep doing it. And it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like even on even your worst set is the best time to learn something about comedy. There's always something. Yeah. I um I'm looking something up right now. I'm not okay. texting friends. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I usually tell people before the podcast, like if you see me looking things up, like yeah, don't yeah. I'm, I'm not bored. I know you're not ignoring yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um I think it's so cool. I feel like you've been touring a lot with David Tell. Yeah. Um, can we talk about yeah. that and how that even happened? Yeah, and- that it was kinda wild. Um uh so I did that show funny girls years ago on oxygen and I kind of met him through that. Cause I was in New York or um, something for that. Can I play a quick clip of you? Sure. From funny girls. Oh my gosh. Um, guys. Yeah. Nicole, hold on. Here it is. If you like feelings, man, being a woman's fun. <laughs> we love feelings. We don't just like our feelings. We like everyone else's feelings. We're like, tell me everything. Read the entire text message. Go. <laughs> what did he say first? Okay, how did that make you feel? What did you say back? Oh my God, were you okay with that? How long did he take to respond? What's the timestamp on it? Did he say anything back after that? Have you talked to him since? Do you think you're ever going to go out again? He blocked you. 
I should just mention. All right. It's so crazy to hear that joke because that with that joke I had written right. Uh, that was that joke was so new when they recorded it. Yeah, because it's it's changed a lot. I I don't even do that joke anymore. But it's just basically about you know uh, it's kind of evolved into like what girls' night is. Girls' night is just a bunch of girls getting together, reading text messages to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what did he say? What did you say? What did he say? What did you say? What did he say? What did you say? How did that make you feel? What did you say back? How long did it take him to respond? That's so rude. I can't believe he didn't say- You cannot write him back. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. But do not respond to him. You're not going to respond. Jackie, you cannot respond. If you respond to him, I'm going to be so pissed off. You better not respond to him. And then you go to the bathroom and you come back and Jackie's packing up her shit and leaving. And you're like, where are you going? And you're like, he responded. It's like girls night's over. Girls night, girls night is just a holding pattern until a boy texts back and you go over there. God, I wish you weren't right. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> so true. Like, girl, every girl's night is just because you have nothing to do with a guy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Which is weird. But I mean, I genuinely have good girls nights now being yeah, in a relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because relaxed. there's no stakes. But every girl there who doesn't have a boyfriend is sitting there being like, why don't I have a boyfriend? I want a boyfriend. Uh, and I wish I could just shake everyone that doesn't have a boyfriend and just be like, you know what? I hate it because people said this to me. It's all mm-hmm. about timing and mm-hmm. it's all about just like two people like when a guy's lights on mm-hmm. you've heard this before yeah, totally when his lights on and it's the right time for you mm-hmm. that's it yeah like you're, you're not gonna play games it's gonna be like okay yeah you know and you're just gonna enjoy each other's company yeah yeah and that's it it's it's completely everything is everything is timing it really is and you just have to i don't know fucking wait your turn yeah so atel you met him through funny girls i met him through funny girls um when I was in New York, I met him. And then I was home in Michigan. My mom had back surgery. So I went home to Michigan for like two months. Yeah. And he was at, um, he was headlining one of the local comedy clubs close to where I live. So I went over to one of the shows one night and then I saw him when he comes out and says hi to fans. I was just standing there and he sees me. He's like, Hey, what are you doing here? And I was like, Oh my God, he fucking remembers me. He remembers everyone. He has the the memory of an elephant. Like he does not forget anything. He saw me and he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm from here. You know, my mom had surgery, so I'm home taking care of her. And he's like, oh, that's really nice. That's like really like you're a good daughter. You're really good about that because your dad's yeah. sick. My too. dad's sick, too. Yeah. And so I go home a lot for family do. stuff. And I, I respect that so much. And I feel like I'm always messaging you when you're at home. Yeah. You know? It's it's definitely hard. And it's it's one of those things where I think it's kind of, you know, held me back in ways from like really like sinking my my seat in the seat my feet in the sand here in LA and like working hard not that I haven't worked hard but really making progress but I go home to Michigan a lot and I saw him and he was like oh why don't you come by tomorrow night and I'll give you a guest spot and I was like oh okay great thanks so much and I was like oh my god I'm gonna do a guest spot and then I went by the next night did a guest spot and he's like you're really funny you know he's like are you on the road with anyone I'm like no no I'm not on the road with anyone he's like all right cool he's like well anytime I'm in LA he's like you can feature for me or anytime I'm in you know the Southern California area. He's like, you can feature for me. And then he literally takes his phone out. He's like, you'll feature for me at the Irvine improv. This was in November when I saw him. And he's like, you'll feature for me at the Irvine improv in February. And he takes his phone out and he sends an email to his manager. And he's like, Hey, Nicole's going to feature for me. Make it happen. Oh my God. And like just right there. He did that. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's so cool. Also, is it a flip phone or is it a real cell phone? Well, he has, he does have a flip phone, (laughs) but he does do email. He has an iPhone for email. And for recording his sets. Okay, good. But he doesn't use it as an actual phone. He does use a flip phone for texting and phone calls. Yes, it is a real thing. (laughs) It's hilarious. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you have a smartphone. It's in your hand. Yeah. But he only uses it for emails and literally recording his sets. That's it. Okay. He doesn't do anything on it. So, yeah. Anyway, so he, then I just, yeah, I just started featuring for him more and more. I mean, do you have, because I haven't seen 
your set in a while, unfortunately. It's so annoying. Do you find that like when you're con- you're constantly like doing your own stuff and mm-hmm. it's like, do you find that a lot of your bits are like similar? Like, do you guys compliment each other? Like when you feature for him? I feel like w- I'm, I'm a good compliment to him. I, I featured for other comics and I've, um, and it's been great, but I've never featured for a comic and gotten so many new fans out of it. Like mm-hmm. every show that I do with him, his fans just kind of love me because I feel like we're in the same realm like of what's like, your attitude that you both come from um I think it's just like we both really love like jokes yeah he's I mean he's a joke machine I've oh never my. met anyone who's more of a joke machine than him um but I think it comes from like jokes and like irreverence and you know he's filthy I'm filthy yeah um not all the time but you know it just they they just kind of go together and I get a lot of new fans every time I do shows with him. Really? Because it's just such an easy transition. If you like Dave's comedy, you'll like my comedy. I love that. Whereas other people that I featured for, like, you'll like their comedy. You might like Nicole's comedy. But it's like, maybe. Maybe. But, <laughs> but, like, it's definite. Like, I can I can definitely say, like, Dave's fans usually, you know, 90% of the crowd is on board with me. Do you have a favorite joke you're working on right now? Like, um, what do you yeah, really I do, I, do have, I do have a joke right now that I'm working on that I really <laughs> like. It's about... It's about football players and how they hit women. Um, so on brand with the podcast. So on brand. So on brand. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a joke about how I used to hook up with a male cheerleader in college. Um, was it I, Josh Nasser? No, hilarious. <laughs> it was Josh. Um, but so I went to the University of Michigan and I hooked up with a male cheerleader there. And um, he was a really, really big guy. And the joke, well, the start of the joke, I won't give away the whole joke, but the start of the joke is I was like, you know, he's big. He could have been a football player. You know, he wanted to be a football player, but it turns out he was better at tossing women than hitting them. Um, and then the rest of the joke and then everybody groans and I'm like, let's not pretend like you care about women, please. Are you kidding? Cause we know the NFL doesn't. Cause the last guy who took a knee, the last guy who hit a woman lost, um, the last guy, the last guy who hit a woman got a four month paid vacation. And the last guy who took a knee is now a glorified shoe salesman. <laughs> That's a good one. There's so much in there. So it goes on. It goes on. It's probably like it's a five minute bit right now. Okay. Um, But it's been growing and expanding and. Um, speaking of football, you had a Super Bowl commercial. I was in a Super Bowl oh commercial. God. Yeah. I was Can a, you tell the wild? By the way, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be a Super. Okay. So here's <laughs> what's fucking wild. So I was supposed to the. I was supposed to be featuring for Jessica Michelle Singleton okay. in New Mexico that um, the weekend we shot the commercial. Yeah. And. Uh, I had to cancel the feature work because I got booked on for this commercial and I suspected it was a, it was going to be a Super Bowl commercial. How, how did you know? Because it was shooting around the time that I I knew other people who were doing Super Bowl commercials, shooting Super Bowl commercials. And I was like, well, we're shooting around the same time. Like, why would the time frame be so similar and then it not be a Super Bowl commercial? But I was like, eh, who fucking knows? Um, and I remember when I, I told the the comedy club that I was canceling. I was like, Hey, sorry, I booked a Super Bowl commercial. And they're like, congratulations. I feel like I kind of manifested it into existence. But so I did the commercial and while I'm on set, I'm like asking around, I'm like, do you guys know if this is a Super Bowl commercial? And they're like, no, it's not a Super Bowl commercial. I was like, Oh, okay. Damn. I thought it would be a Super Bowl commercial. It's so weird. So shot the commercial and then I'm in an Uber pool coming home from, I don't even know where. And day of the super bowl and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up i mean phone calls facetimes i'm getting like notifications of text messages notifications of tweets notifications of facebook instagram all of a sudden all of this shit started pouring in and i was oh like my God. what in the fuck is going on 
And then I finally picked up my friend Tracy called and I was like, what? She's like, you were in a Super Bowl commercial. And I was like, oh my God, what? I was in a Super Bowl commercial. And then the guy who was in the backseat of the Uber pool started recording the whole thing. He said he would send it to me and he never did. But, um, anywho. Well, if you're listening, you can find her at Nicole Amy. (laughs) Yeah. I was in a Super Bowl commercial and the Super Bowl commercial is actually that it's for a company called Simply Safe Uh has been airing during March Madness and everybody's been messaging me. During all the March Madness being like, hey, you're in a Ma- March Madness commercial. I was like, it was originally a Super Bowl. <laughs> you're like, come on. I already knew that. Um, That's so cool. But yeah, it was wild. Crazy. That's I got to tell you, I have I have done a few things on TV. Yeah. Um, I've also had other commercials, but nothing, nothing has has legitimized me in the eyes of everyone I grew up with more than that Super Bowl Shut commercial. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> That's wild. People are like, you made it. I was like, you know, I've been on Comedy Central. Like I, like, I did. I've done other stuff. Like, <laughs> I was in a okay. documentary, like about poop. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was in a documentary simply, about poop. Yeah, but the simply safe thing. Uh, really? It was, it was called. It's called Poop Talk. The Sklar Brothers made a documentary about poop. I feel like I saw that. Yeah, it, it's on. It's on iTunes now. If you want to watch a really funny documentary about I'm poop, going, poop talk. That would be the best present i could give my boyfriend is making him watch something about poop he's yeah. obsessed uh, if you're not obsessed with poop i don't know who you are right poop's he, the greatest thing ever. he's really opened my horizons we're like fully i've that's another thing i've had to get used to like poop moments and shit like that yeah. pun intended um i love love poop moments oh yeah like my favorite you mm-hmm. just have to embrace it mm-hmm. you're we're human yeah we all poop <laughs> exactly here's my thing any guy i've ever lived with you've never heard me poop you never smelled me poop you've never seen me poop yep. you know i'm pooping but there's no like i'm always i have the door closed candles burning water running Poopery, window open already Poopery, everything yes we're not disgusting about it yeah no no no, no, no. but I will be like, I'm right, going to go poop now, but it's not like one of those things. Like I've got baby wipes. I've got everything. Like you're never going to know that it happened other than me telling you it happened. I, that's great. Yeah. I respect that about you. I respect yeah. how like dirty and gross you can talk, mm-hmm. but like how clean and OCD yeah, you actually s- are. Yeah. Very it's much amazing. so. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of clean and then I, I will let you go. Because I feel like I could talk to you for hours. For hours. But, but I, have a, I have a gynecology you, you appointment. You actually have a gynecology appointment. I got to go get my vagina giant checked out. Because so. you're an adult. Because I'm an adult. I'm and so I take proud care of, of my shit. Thank right? you so much. That's Thank amazing. you so much. amazing. Um, and it's across from that amazing mall that mm-hmm. we talked about. Yep. So I hope you go there and mm-hmm. eat it eatily for me. Yeah. I want to know, and the meatballs actually want to know this, how you keep your skin so fresh and how you look like you're 12. Uh, don't go in the sun as... as just don't go in the sun. Just like don't? if you like are going you, in the sun, wear outside. sunscreen and then wear a hat. Okay. Like she just cover your face from the sun. I don't care if you are wearing sunscreen. Don't be in the sun. Okay. Like it doesn't matter how much sunscreen you're wearing. The sun is going to damage you. Even if you are wearing sunscreen, you might not get skin cancer, but it's going to make age spots. Oh, I have them. Look at my yeah. chest now. I have wrinkles on my chest. Like, what is this? What's do you moisturize happening? a lot? I do. I put yeah. like wrinkle cream on it now, but yeah. I didn't prevent that before. Yeah. You just have to stay out of the sun. The sun's the enemy. Yeah, um, the and then I use so many different face products. You do? I use a million different things. Um, the, the. I use, I love grapeseed oil. It's a very small particle, so it's able to absorb completely into your skin. Oh, okay. Um, grapeseed oil is really great. It's very cheap. You just buy it at Whole Foods. Okay. Uh, grapeseed. So what do you do? Do you just rub that on your face? Oh, yeah. I use, I am, la- when I go, but when I go to bed at night, I am glistening. Yeah. You're like, it's like an slope. oil rig <laughs> exploded on my face. There is so much on me when I go to bed at night. It's astronomical, oh, but wow. I, I use a lot of moisturizer, drink a lot of water. Yeah. Um, Someone, don't smoke. Don't drink. 
someone was just talking about how she was drinking a lot of water, but it wasn't mineral water, so it wasn't absorbing. I fuck, just drink fucking water. Just, drink just stay water, hydrated. Right? Just stay hydrated. Because I thought of that today, and that's why I got the smart water. Because I was yeah. like, oh, that's probably better. Yeah, just drink fucking water. Okay. I mean, I don't. You, you know, it's like yeah, the people are just trying to reinvent the water wheel. Just drink fucking water. <laughs> Don't be dehydrated. It, the reason to be hydrated is not necessarily like it just makes your skin look better. It fills out your wrinkles when you're moist, when you're hydrated and moisturized. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, wash your face every night before you go to bed. Yes. I've used the same same face wash my whole life. I use Cetaphil. Um, oh, yeah. That's... And then to take off my makeup, um, um, the Meichler water, Mickler water, oh, yeah. Meisler. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Anyways, I use that and I also use witch hazel. Oh. To get to get yeah, that's my toner. Does witch that hazel dry is my toner. Your skin? No, I use alcohol free witch hazel. Oh, um, but it's really great. I really and that's want... that's a way to like get things off. Okay, um, and then, I feel like I always have residue of makeup, even though I wash my face um, and use wipes. Uh, yeah, use uh, use witch hazel, alcohol free witch hazel on a cotton ball. Look at this and rubby rubs. Look at all yeah. the scoop you're dropping. Um, and then yeah, I use a lot of. I also my skin tends to be a little bit drier, so I can use heavier oils. Okay, uh, but yeah, so Italian of you. I, oh, I love it. Oh, I love oils. Oh, the best. Just olive oil everywhere. Yeah. Um, oil's really good for you. It is really good yeah. for you. I love it. My Like, my mom won't eat avocados because she thinks they're, like, fattening. And I'm like, no, avocado oil is Avocado's really good fat. Yeah. It's really good it's fat. It's good yeah. fat. Yeah. Guys, eat your avocado. Yeah. Um, What do you want next? Because I feel like you've accomplished so much this year. I want to know, like, what are goals? Put it out there. I out would love to write a TV show. Okay. I would love to write on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I would love to punch up a TV show. I love I love punching up jokes. I love jokes. Jokes are fun. Um, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to, uh, go on the road more with awesome comics. Okay. Um, um, I'm working on a game show idea right now, so hopefully that sells. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, just, I just want to be a working, uh, comedian and actor, you know, I would like to have a Netflix special. I know that will happen for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the right track. I'm just, I'm. I'm in a rush, but I'm not. I just, I want to get funnier. I just want to get so much funnier. Yeah. I feel like it's last week, uh, Courtney Sherman was on and we were talking about Gabby Bernstein and like stepping into your greatness and like owning it. And I feel like you've done that now. Like you're just here and you're just here to get better now. Like you are who you are. You're not trying to prove anything. Yeah. And I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just really just. Love who you are and love and, and be honest with yourself um, about, you know, what you're capable of. Like, I know that one of my biggest faults is that I can be a little lazy in my writing. I don't work as hard on my writing as I should. I write too much on stage and not enough off stage. Okay. And I know that's something I need to work on. Mm-hmm. I can't just get like, I'm not Bill Burr, you know, Bill mm-hmm. Burr writes on stage. That's what he does. Okay. And then he takes what he does on stage and then figures it out um, and refines it. But it's like, I need to get to the refining part of it. Is that a comic? So last night, Sarah Silverman was at the comedy store and mm-hmm. she was going, and I kept thinking of you. Oh, thanks. Do that people say that to you yeah, a lot? A lot yeah. You get that a lot. A, a lot I, a I'm lot, watching yeah. it. And maybe it's also because you're, you were coming over today, but yeah. I was like, oh my God, like yeah. that's the path ish. Is that someone that you always looked up to? A or? thousand percent. Always. Okay. She was, the, she was the person I saw when I was younger and I was like, oh, I guess I could be a comedian. Cause it's like, I grew up watching, you know, Mork and Mindy, um, mm-hmm. where it was comedic act acting. Um, and you know, I remember Robin Williams, he just, uh, Robin Williams and Jim Carrey and, um, 
why am I oh my god Eddie Murphy those were like the comics that I saw and I was like and then there was like Lily Tomlin on laughing Mm -hmm. and I remember seeing those and it's just like that there was so much comedic acting and then I saw Eddie Murphy do stand-up I remember I saw Delirious and I was like oh my god this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life and I was like oh but I can't do that that's not what I that's not in a realm of you know I was I went to like a a college prep school like I was taking SAT courses when I was in fucking middle school like my mom was like you're going to college like you're fucking going to college you know that wasn't a non-negotiable yeah like it that you had to go yeah and it's like it's like my mom was the first person in her family who went to college Mm -hmm. and my mom grew up like super fucking poor in Detroit and Mm -hmm. she was like the only way out of you know any situation in life is to have a really good education Mm -hmm. so you know my mom put herself through college and medical school and she was like my daughter's going to college she's gonna be a doctor just like me and I was I was pre-med I was like all right I'm gonna be a doctor um but I never thought of of doing stand-up comedy as an option and then slowly you know I moved in that direction and I remember seeing Sarah and being like oh it is an option but never moving on it and acting on it until you know i i turned first time i got on stage is when i was you know 30 i didn't know that yeah i started at 29 yeah Yeah. i did improv before oh yeah i I did improv for years before and like you know in acting classes and whatever but i had never done stand-up and i remember first time i did stand-up i was like oh this is way better than improv because with improv it's like you have to get a group of people together you have to find a space to do it you have Mm -hmm. to find you know, it was just, there was, it was like hurting cats. And I was like, I don't, with stand up, it's like, you can just go and just do stand up. Do you it. don't need to get anybody else. You don't need to, it's just you. So I was like, oh, this is way better. Yeah. yeah and then I was hooked. And I feel like it just comes naturally to you yeah. too. Yeah. Um, what I think will come really naturally to you is the scene we're about to read oh, together. We're doing a scene. Okay. We're doing a scene. So normally, um, we have people do, we, me, um, <laughs> Do a reading of a Lady Gaga lyric because okay. she's Gold's guest. Mm-hmm. And oh, happy birthday, Lady Gaga. I feel like I didn't say that last week on the podcast, but yeah, we love her. But oh, happy birthday, I, Gaga. Yeah, because she's totally listening. Um, I think it would be more fun with you to read a scene from my cousin Vinny. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. And Nicole wanted to be Vinny, and I said, no. I want you to be Mona Lisa Vita. Okay. <laughs> Vito. Um, so I just, do you want to read it in your Detroit accent? Do you want to read it in the best like Jersey? New I'll York? do it in a Jersey accent. I'll try okay, to do perfect. a Jersey accent. All right, guys, Nicole Amy Schreiber, my cousin Minnie. Here we go. What's the matter with you? I don't know. You're acting like you're nervous or something. Well, yeah, I, I am. What are you nervous about? I'm the one under the gun here. Trial starts tomorrow. You want to know what I'm nervous about? I'll tell you what I'm nervous about. I am in the dark here with all this legal crap. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is you're screwing up and I can't help. You left me that little camera, didn't you? Oh, Vinny, I'm watching you go down in flames and you're bringing me with you and I can't do anything about it. And? Well, I hate to bring it up because I know you have enough pressure on you already, but we agreed to get married as soon as you won your first case. Meanwhile, 10 years later, my niece, the daughter of my sister, is getting married. My biological lock is ticking like this. And with the way this case is going, I ain't never getting married. <laughs> Lisa, 
I don't need this. I swear to God, I don't need this right now, okay? I've got a judge that's just aching to throw me in jail. An idiot who wants to fight me for $200. Slaughtered pigs, giant loud whistles. I ain't slept in five days. I've got no money, a dress code problem, and a little murder case, which in the balance holds the lives of two innocent kids, not to mention your biological clock, my career, our life, our marriage. And let's see, what else can we pile on? Is there any more shit we can pile onto the top of the outcome of this case. Is it possible? Maybe it was bad timing to bring it up. End scene. Oh, God, I love that scene. My biological clock is ticking, and at this rate, I ain't never getting married. (laughs) I feel like every girl in her 30s that's not married should read that scene out loud. Yeah, just every girl's crying about it. Um, Yeah, my my biological clock needs a new battery because it is dead. (laughs) No. You're you're killing it, and I, I hate to I hate to say killing it, but you totally embody that. So thanks, thanks. Thank you for being here. Can you pimp thanks yourself me. out and tell everyone how they can um, find, find you? me on all social media at Nicole Amy N I C O L E A I M E E. Um, I have a podcast called Getting to Know You. And um, what about upcoming when is this dates? coming out? When is this coming out? Uh, the first week of April. So yeah, um, I'm going to be in Vegas at the Comedy Cellar April first to April seventh. Uh, I have shows two shows a night. Um, hit me up on Instagram and I'll give you a code so you guys can get cheap tickets. And then um, bah, 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 bah. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Laughing Skull Festival the beginning of May. Oh, that's cool. Like May 8th, 9th, 10th. I don't fucking know. Um, and then I'll be at the comedy store. I'm usually at the comedy store late nights, you know, two nights a week. Uh, I post about that on my Instagram. I post about all my shows on my Instagram. I'm really bad about updating my website. So just fucking don't tell me to update my website. I'm just not gonna. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk to you about that after this podcast. (laughs) Well, you're amazing. You're amazing. I love you. I love you too. You really are of like one of the nicest human beings ever. Like it's crazy. It's wild. Oh, well, Cause there aren't that many like truly just genuinely like really, really, really sweet kind. Like you are just the sweetest fucking person. Thank you. So yeah. don't stop well, that. You're a good person. That's why I'm sweet to you. Thanks. <laughs> you're like anyone who's not sweet. I'm a fucking cunt. Exactly. <laughs> um, and good luck at the gyno. Thanks. Yeah. Fingers and labias crossed. Yes. You know? um, and meatballs, thank you so much for listening. I love hearing from you. So please email me at what's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com on social media at Jacqueline Marfuji. That's where I update and post about stuff. And please, please, please subscribe, rate, review and share with your friends. I love you so much. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is what's your Jersey podcast. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.